Today we have another episode from a very special guest on the House Call Doctor podcast. Dr. Lena Wen is an emergency physician and author of a wonderful new book called When Doctors Don't Listen, How to Avoid Misdiagnoses and Unnecessary Tests. In her book, Dr. Wen gives you the tools to create a positive and effective relationship with your doctor to help find the right diagnosis and treatment for any condition and avoid medical errors. It's an essential guide that enables patients to speak up and take back control of their health care. Thank you, Sanaz. Have you ever gone to the doctor and felt like he or she wasn't listening to you? Have you tried to tell your story only to be interrupted with a checklist of questions such as, do you have chest pain? Do you have shortness of breath, fevers, cough, and so forth? Have you ever felt ignored and left the appointment thinking that your doctor never understood why you came to him or her in the first place? Well, it doesn't have to be this way. If you feel dissatisfied or frustrated by your health care, now is the time to figure out how to improve things. Studies show that 80% of diagnoses, 8-0, can be made based on your history alone. That's better than any test or combination of tests out there. Yet doctors these days spend less and less time listening. Cookbook medicine is becoming prevalent, with doctors resorting to checklists of yes-no questions rather than really listening to what's going on with you. You have to make sure that your concerns are addressed, and even before that, to make sure your story is heard so that you can avoid unnecessary medical tests and get to the correct diagnosis faster. Only then can you get your health issue resolved adequately. Here are my six tips for getting the doctor to listen to you. Tip number one, address the doctor's pressing questions first. Many doctors are accustomed to relying on a checklist of questions that has to be answered before they move on. Help your doctor by answering these questions first. If the doctor wants you to describe the location of your chest pain, describe it specifically. It's in the middle of my chest right here. If she wants to know what you took to make it better, Tell her your medications exactly. I took two baby aspirins. It didn't help. Your doctor may have to ask these questions because it's how they process information. So help them out and address their questions up front. Check out my guide on information you should always bring to your doctor's appointments to better help you. Tip number two, add a narrative response at the end of close-ended questions. If your doctor persists on asking close-ended questions, ask a narrative response at the end that may not so easily fit into a yes or no answer. It's in the middle of my chest right here, and it started after I really pushed myself swimming last night. Pretend that you are being asked how or why instead of yes or no, and add your own response. Look to make sure your doctor registers this answer. Does she ask you more questions to follow up on what you said, for example? Does she make eye contact with you while you describe your symptoms? Does she change the subject back to what she was asking you before? Tip number three, ask your own questions. If you don't understand why a particular question is relevant to your situation, ask about it. Can you explain why you're asking about back pain when my main issue is feeling more tired than usual? You may be surprised to find out that the doctor herself isn't sure and is only asking the question out of habit. On the other hand, you may find out that issues you wouldn't have thought were related might actually be connected and therefore are very important to discuss. 
your visit to your doctor is also a chance for you to learn more about your health and your body. If something doesn't make sense, ask about it right away. Tip number four: interrupt when interrupted. If your doctor cuts you off when you try to explain your full answer, feel free to interrupt. Pretend you're having a conversation, even when it feels like you're being interrogated. For example, if you're asked, "When did your headache start?" rather than responding at 10 a.m., go ahead and tell your story of how the pain started. I woke up this morning and I was feeling fine. Then I started walking to work, and the pain came on suddenly, like a lightning bolt striking me. This is not a new tactic. Lawyers will often coach clients in advance to answer yes or no questions with a narrative, so that the answers can't be taken out of context. Interrupting is also a way to ensure that your entire answer is heard, not just the part that the doctor thinks he wants to hear. Tip number five: Focus on your concerns. Always tell your doctor what it is that you are most concerned about. Perhaps a friend has similar symptoms and was diagnosed with cancer. Well, you want to know if you have cancer. Perhaps your doctor wants to talk about your abdominal pain, but you are most worried about your weight gain. Make sure your doctor knows what it is you are the most worried about. If you get the sense that your concerns are being brushed over, interject. Excuse me, doctor. I've tried to answer all your questions. But I'm still not certain my concerns have been addressed. Can you please help me understand why it is that I have been feeling fatigued and short of breath for the last two weeks? You can take charge of the conversation at that point. It's your body and your duty to advocate for yourself, especially if you don't feel like your story has been understood and your concerns have been addressed. Tip number six: Make sure you are courteous and respectful to your doctor. Your doctor is a professional. And is probably trying his best to help you. Your story has to be heard and your concerns addressed, but make sure you present your points in a respectful manner. You can say to your doctor, "I know we're on the same page, and just want to make sure I get the right diagnosis. You're the expert when it comes to medicine, and I'm the expert when it comes to my body. So let's work together to figure this out." This type of mutual respect will ensure that a solid doctor-patient relationship is present. And it's critical to the partnership you need to establish. You may be dissatisfied and frustrated by your medical care, but you can take control of it and transform your healthcare today. I discuss more techniques on how to do this in my book, When Doctors Don't Listen: How to Avoid Misdiagnoses and Unnecessary Tests. Try these tips on your doctor's visit next time and build your partnership for better care. 